What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. It's Marcus and Sandy. This is called Off the Air. It's more banter, less filter. The convos we have off the air. Sometimes not even with each other. Sometimes with people on the phone. Am I right? Yeah, we have a funny one for you today. So a couple things we're going to talk about on today's podcast. One is a woman who literally copied and pasted somebody else's LinkedIn profile and actually got a job that way. She got four different six-figure jobs. Mm Mm-hmm would go through it and, and the only reason she got fired or caught was because she would reach a point where she could no longer do the job because she didn't actually know how to do the job. Amazing. Uh, that plus, on Sandy's birthday, we called the hotel she was staying at and asked the concierge to leave her a really harmless birthday card. So here's how this went down. I just went to Nashville for my birthday. I flew out there by myself and I was surprised in my room by room service. It was really weird. I passed out on the bed. I got a knock. I'm like, what the hell? Thank God I had clothes on, by the way. And thank God I wasn't either doing something. Thank God I wasn't masturbating or having sex with someone. Oh, my God. That would have been awkward. No, true. True. Um, so the guy comes in, and I'm like, I didn't order this. He's like, well, and I thought, shit, it's my birthday. Did somebody do this for me? That's nice. And in comes a bottle of Prosecco mm-hmm. and some strawberries You're and welcome. some chocolates mm-hmm. and this super cute handwritten card from Marcus and our producer, Jenna. And the thing about leaving something for somebody in a hotel room, I do it all the time for the wife when we check in somewhere, Mm -hmm. is you have to dictate what you want to put on the card. Yeah, so it was a handwritten card by the person who worked at the hotel that Marcus talked to. We are never proper with each other. We say foul things to each other. It's what makes this show interesting. And so I'm like, well, how am I going to do this where I'm going to write uh, just a crass birthday card and have somebody else actually this is what marcus would have written if i was actually here correct but he had to talk to the person on the phone and have her do it and it was uh, thank god he recorded the call we're gonna play it for you right now and you can basically now hear what i read in the card this is the not safe for work part check out the phone call all right so how do we do a birthday card here i always draw a little thing of balloons on the front but um can you draw a wiener dog like a she loves like a schnauzer or she, like a hot dog. Like a hot dog wiener dog. Yeah, I don't I don't know how expert it will be, but I can That's give a fine. shot at it. All right, let's draw the wiener dog and then I'll dictate the message. It's a little bit adult though. I hope that's okay. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. What's up, H? That's short for hooker. <clears throat> uh, hope you are having an effing good time in Nash Vegas. Happy birthday exclamation point. Cheers to not giving two S's. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Go okay, ahead. so what's up, H? Hope you're having an... <laughs> got guests at my desk. Uh, a good and good time at, in Nash Vegas. You know uh-huh. what I've got going on there. And then what was the next one? Uh, cheers to not giving two S's about your points. You know, she's counting her points because she's trying to lose weight. Cheers to not giving two S's about your points. Uh, and we hope you get tons of Cowboy D... In your lonely ass pee. <laughs> okay, we hope you get tons of D and or cowboy, cowboy D. It's got to be cowboy D, not That's the regular important. D. Cowboy D in your you said lonely ass pee. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what? How do we sign this off? All our love. Our producer is here as well. Right. Oh, okay. we are praying for you. Love you lots, Marcus. And Jenna. Okay. So what I've got is a picture of a wiener dog with an arrow that says, you said to say wiener dog on the, and then I've got, what's up, H? Hope you're having 
Yep, no one's around. Okay. Hope you're having an effing good time in Nash Vegas. Cheers to not giving two S's about your points. We hope you get tons of Cowboy D and your lonely ass P. We are praying for you. Lots, uh, Love you lots, Marcus and Jenna. Perfect. That's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> well, this has been the most fun I've ever had filling out an amenity. So I, I thank you guys. <laughs> I was proper till I met this chick, and now it's off. Sorry for my complete lack of decorum. <laughs> oh, you guys are too good. Okay, cool. So I think I've got everything, unless there's anything else you want to add. No, that's it. Um, if okay. You, if you're ever in SF or have an iHeartRadio app on your phone, uh, go search out Marcus and Sandy. You can listen to our show and also listen to our podcast. It's about 115 episodes of what you just did. Okay. Good to know. I do have that app. That's great. That's great. Would love to have you as a listener, and thank you for all your help. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling in. Let me know if you need anything else. Will do. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. Did you like the part at the end where I made sure she had the iHeartRadio app? Of <laughs> course. <laughs> Always promoting. Always promoting. But that was really neat. I, that's the first thing I thought when I got that card. I'm like, how did they do this? They told someone over the phone to draw a wiener dog and also say hooker. That's impressive. And I agonized over that for a week. Really? Because I didn't want to offend anybody. Well, that's your problem. And I felt badly that we didn't like dress up the studio or have anything planned. Why? Because, oh, my God. Well, because the week was crazy for us, right? Just yeah. trying to get ready for you going out of town. And so, I honestly like, didn't even expect anything. Like, I was so happy just to have my little trip. I know, but we, you know what? That was nice, though. I really did appreciate that. I feel like we like to celebrate each other. There was days. a, uh, there was a, they included a moon pie. And I had. <laughs> I did not see that coming, by the way. I know. In the hotel I stayed at, I had a, a view of the Capitol. So mm-hmm. I just had a glass of this Prosecco with a moon pie next to it and that view. And I was like, this makes my trip complete. How long did it take you to polish off that Prosecco? Two days, believe it or not. I took my time. I took my time. Yeah. I only, out of four or five days there, I only felt mildly drunk once. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm actually shocked. Because I was eating so heavy. I'm shocked because of the amount of whiskey they have out there. I didn't drink a lot of whiskey. Oh. I drank a lot of vodka um, then I did some uh, uh, some sweet tea flavored vodka. Did you have a straight sweet tea at all? Mm-mm. Okay. No, it's just funny, you know. So I was in Nashville. They don't. You can't just say iced tea. They'll ask you sweetened or unsweetened. I'm like, oh, unsweetened, please. It was funny to me this morning as I was coming into work. You know, you gave me that bottle of Gentleman Jack from the Jack Daniels Distillery. I still had it in my lunchbox, <laughs> and I almost brought it back to work. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a bad look. <laughs> so what I did was, I was walking out the door. I didn't want to go back upstairs to put it on the kitchen table, so I just opened the door to my dad's apartment and put it on his counter. <laughs> and now, I, you know me, I'm going to forget about it. Next thing you know, it's going to be half drunk under the counter. Would your dad open a brand new bottle? Oh, yeah. He doesn't care at all? Oh, yeah. Not only that, but he would take the bottle. I've seen him do this to a nice bottle of wine where he will add Coca-Cola to it. What? And tequila. Yeah. Wow. It's like some old school Yoda shit. I can't even <laughs> explain it to you, but like Coca Cola. If, if you have a parent who just drinks whatever's available, my dad is that guy. Not in a bad way, but he just he'll get the wine. He just wants to sweeten it up a little bit. Plus, we're Mexicans, so he likes tequila, mm-hmm. and he'll just mix them all. To, he makes his own. At least he makes cocktails. My parents drink <laughs> wine out of a box. Do from... you really call that cocktails, though? Well, it's old people cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> it's his own version. I read somewhere that they literally invented martinis for old people because they can't actually taste alcohol anymore. Oh, that's hilarious. After a while, because um, your, your taste buds burn out. But yeah, so I got to get home. He's coming back on Saturday. I got to get home and rescue the bottle. 
Did your wife think the bottle was pretty? Because that's I the first thing I have not showed her yet. Really? Well, because remember, it spent the night in my lunchbox. Oh, that's right. So okay. I'll go show her today. Okay. I'm sure she'll love it. And I just thought it was a pretty bottle. It, it's beautiful. Some of that I did. A, so I basically, during my time in Nashville, I was I did a whiskey tasting at the Jack Daniels Distillery, uh, which is about an hour and a half outside in a town called Lynchburg, which right. I was afraid to even write online. I was like, oh my God, this is not my choice. It's called Lynchburg. But they did a tasting at the very end. They were out of the Sinatra, and I'm not a whiskey person at all, but I was in Nashville and I felt like it was the right thing to do when mm-hmm. in Rome. But a couple of those burned like hell, and we only had a small sip. And I was like, do people like this? Oh, it's fire water. It's it fire really water. It really is. Yeah, I read a, uh, I, uh, no, I watched a documentary on prohibition. Mm-hmm. And what, what ended up happening, quick history, is like when, and somebody's going to correct me because my history's not perfect, but when the settlers came over, they brought beer, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, 4% alcohol. Well, at some point, they learned how to make whiskey, mm-hmm. which is 40% alcohol. And dudes were, they were drinking it and beating their wives because it's fire water, man. It makes you crazy if you're not careful. I don't know how, like, the people I met said they would have whiskey with a little bit of, uh, like, ginger beer or... Yeah. Stuff like that. And I was like, that would be a nice, refreshing cocktail in the summer. It's a good chaser. Yeah. I've gotten to the point where I just like whiskey on the rocks. I'm just, I'm just there. It's simple. You it want the fire water. A little fire water. But yeah, it'll make, if you do, if you let it, you drink too much, man, it makes, I don't know. You know how it is. People drink too much. The beast comes out sometimes. Beast? My a horny beast comes out. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to like have sex. How many cocktails? Does it take? Yeah. Depends on the cocktail. Honestly, like on Saturday or Friday night, last Friday, I was on Broadway Street, downtown mm-hmm. Nashville. I had six, um, but I danced. And I, I I definitely left feeling good. I wasn't horny at all, and I'll tell you why. Because, and it's so sad, I had something to do in the morning. I had my tour scheduled, so I all I was focused on is we can't sleep in, we can't be late for our tour, we can't be late for our tour. Is this where you cut it short and watch the Shark Tank marathon? No, that was my final night there when I didn't even go out of the room at all. Oh. I, I literally fell asleep watching Shark Tank. On my last night, I could have partied it up. But I did so much for those those four days I was there that I was like, I'm good. It was tough for me to keep up with your timeline because I know that you had the whiskey tasting and then you went to the waterfall. Mm-hmm. That was that was on two separate days, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the, the two things that you missed were your two pub crawls? I did, yeah. I scheduled two of them. They were cheap. They were 15 bucks each. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I missed both of them. One, I was at the waterfall. The other one, I was asleep. <laughs> I did a walking tour. I kayaked. I went to dinner. I went to a lunch. It was busy. Can we talk about the waiter that you made out with? I mean, I didn't even make out with him, which is really sad. I thought you did. I wanted to make out, but it was during the daylight and he had to go to work. So And? Trust me, I would have, but I kind of followed his lead. Okay. We uh, The last place I went to on Broadway Street, which is where all the bars are, was Nudie's Resort or something. It was called like Nudie's. Okay. Which I was like, this is let's this is perfect. This is exactly where I want to end my time in Nashville. Uh, and it was one of those three-level ones. Mm-hmm. And then I think at that point we had like two cocktails, three cocktails. I just had whiskey. I had a shot of whiskey. I had two drinks of whiskey at the other place and two there. Okay. And at that point we were sitting next to each other. I kind of put my hand on his knee a little bit, but he wasn't being overly touchy with me either. So I don't want to be the creepy one that's like, hey, let's make out. I only have an hour left. <laughs> of course, that's what I was thinking. That would be a dream. Are I you know. Don't trust me. It was on my mind the whole time. But These I was, chicks only in town for two hours. I'm not going to see her again in my life. You know what? Want to know what really killed me? I had the hotel room till four o'clock that day. Come on. But honestly, I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to have a nice lunch with him. I would have loved to have heavily made out. I did right. ask him while we were walking down the stairs at the top of the stairs. I'm like, can I please kiss you? 
He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. So we kissed a little bit, but nothing crazy. But not like a makeout. No. And then Maybe another like, time. Hey, cowboy, can you throw your boots on and take me to a farmer's market or what? <laughs> no, I think this guy was wearing Vans. He seemed very skater-esque. <laughs> totally your type, though. That's to- my, oh, yeah. That's my favorite bearded, part. Bearded. Hot or homeless. Hot or homeless. I Yeah, every time. Did you lend him any money? I, I met him. No. <laughs> I met him when I was at my most disgusting, too, which is so my luck. Meaning what? Meaning I just got done kayaking, kayaking and I was full of sweat. Yeah. Sweaty pits, sweaty face. Uh, he worked at Joe's Crab Shack, keeping hey. it classy, but I really wanted crab. And I sat in the bar and he was my waiter and we just, I gave no shits that day. It felt really re- like refreshing, really sure. freeing to just be like, this is what I want. I said, I said, I need crab and I need it yesterday. What should I order? He goes, well, what kind do you want? I'm like, I want big and meaty. I was starving. It was so hot. I, just FYI, 90 degrees and 75% humidity. So uncomfortable. And I was starving. Yeah. Anyways, so I ordered. I had two margaritas, and I was just so content. I bet. Because I was like, I'm going to go back to my room. I'm going to take a nap, and I'm just happy. And he was fun to talk to. And then at the end, he's like, he goes, man, I'm kind of bummed that like you're leaving now. I was enjoying talking to you. And that's when I said, well, there's a few things we can do about this. I could leave my number should you choose to want to see me again. He goes, I would really like that. But he worked that night, so I didn't get a text until almost no. midnight, which is fine because I that was the night I fell asleep. I didn't want to go out either. I'll give him a half a point because it is weird to be that server that like hits on people that come to the restaurant. You don't want to make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. My, my first inclination was, God, what a puss. But now I'm thinking to myself. I asked him that. I said, honestly, if I didn't give you my number, would you have even asked? He's like, probably not. Yeah. He goes, I never know what to do. You don't want to make it weird. Yeah. You know, so I'll give him, I'll give him credit. If it, was, if it was just a guy at the bar and he doesn't ask for your number, now I'm upset. Yeah, that's annoying. But because he worked there and he's got to keep it kind of kosher, then then I get it. I, I know. Understand. I know. Oh, God, that sounded like fun, though. He used to live here for a year, too. <clears throat> What here? Where in San Francisco? In SF, mm-hmm. he managed the 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 melt or something like that. The yeah. grilled cheese place. Yeah, yeah, right down the street. Yep. Wow. I know. Isn't that neat? I know. That's neat. I know. You ever gonna see him again? Oh, uh, if he rolls through, I'm sure yeah. he's kind of a gypsy. He'll roll through on the bus. On the bus. Spend the weekend at your place. <laughs> on Amtrak. What's your What's your guys' finishing move? Steal all your toilet paper. God. That was years ago in Reno, <laughs> and I've grown since then, all right? <laughs> I love it. Let's all move right. on. Uh, so I'm fascinated by this story out of Louisiana. This lady literally stole somebody's identity and used it to get four different jobs, not all at once, but one at a time. And what she did was she copied and pasted their entire LinkedIn. So she went Why to this. Why do I think that's so funny? It's amazing. It makes me laugh because it's so easy. Like our entire... Our entire job is copy and paste. When we're doing reports on what's trending, Mm -hmm. we have to read the reports Mm -hmm. and then we have to get the facts. So I have to copy and paste. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all I'm doing is copying and pasting. My entire life is a bullshit lie. (laughs) I'm sorry. Don't you feel like that sometimes? Well, I, because. uh, How much original stuff do we actually write? It depends. It depends on the subject and how passionate we are about it. But you're right. Like, there are some people that are way better writers than us. But what I do like to do, I do like to read and I like to repurpose in my own voice. Repurpose? Meaning, like, is that the pretty word you're giving it? When we we talk about stuff on the air, I'm not directly reading it from somebody else's article. Yeah. We're giving it our own voice, right? But this lady literally uh, grabbed somebody's identity off of LinkedIn, used it to apply for a job at a, at a, uh, God, now I don't remember. Oh, at an architecture firm, she was fired. Um, fired because she couldn't. About a do year a job? in, because they realized, wait, 
how did you get this job? You don't know how to do A, B, and C. And then they, they dig deeper into it and realize she's a fake. Uh, there was another job where she couldn't actually produce um, any proof that she had gone to the college that she said she went to, got fired. Oh, so they looked into it. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, this third company called Diversified Foods, she literally um, got promoted after five months and went from making 95 grand to 105 grand. And then still couldn't perform some basic tasks. Unbelievable. And at that point, uh, they called the cops. And she's been arrested. And she's now facing up to 20 years in prison. And then, like, the New Orleans Museum of Something Art came forward and said, yeah, we hired her two years ago. And, like, six months in, we realized she couldn't actually do any of the things she said she could do. I wonder who's, like, whose identity she, she stole. I don't know. So it was an HR professional because she was in HR. But what, she was in HR. Yeah. Holy shit. She made about sixty grand before anybody figured anything out. That's crazy. I to know. Me. The other part that's crazy to me is that uh, is that is she going to jail? Yeah. Okay. Good. Ten to twenty years, they say. Damn. I'm surprised this isn't more widespread. That's my. What deal. do you mean by that? Meaning like. How easy this seemed to be for her. Mm-hmm. You multiply this by the number of people that know how to do something like this. I'm shocked that this doesn't happen even more. I bet it does. But we the just question don't hear is, about it. Have you ever fudged on a resume? I don't write resumes anymore. I know it's, it's been, been a while. So long. It's I been a while. I uh, I hate writing them too. I just I feel it's just like dating. It's like I feel like we're trying so hard to prove we're awesome, and I just I I don't like that. I, uh, I feel fake. I applied for the job at the winery that I work at on the weekends, and I had to fill in an application after Mm -hmm. like 15 years of radio. None of us know how to write anyway. Yeah. So I had to fill in an application, and on the application it said, uh, what is your current salary? And I literally wrote, none your business. You did? (laughs) Yeah. Damn. None your business. And uh, because it seemed like such a formality. But even this job for this radio station, all they want is a link to your LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. A copy and paste would probably have done me right. See, I didn't, I didn't, I never sent that. You know what I sent when I got hired? Uh -uh. YouTube videos. (laughs) You never had had to fill out any paperwork? No. Not even an application? Maybe, but I don't remember. I don't think I did. Now I'm upset. You're too, too businessy. No, they told me to. They're like, listen, you're going to be hired, but here you have to fill this out. I'm sure I had to fill that out. I just know the initial way I got even a call is I sent him YouTube videos. You didn't even have to send a tape of yourself on the air or anything? Those were the videos. I had my air check with video and then I had other random videos. Yeah. So. I don't think I even had to send an an air check only because I was already working at another radio station. Yeah, they knew. He was already listening to me. Um, anyway, that's so inside. Sorry. I got so lucky, by the way. I got so lucky that I got to fill in on the morning show for the other station I worked on. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I got any morning show experience at, at all. And I made, made a couple of jokes, tried to save it, turned it into a little like one or two minute thing. And I think that really helped. But isn't it funny how sometimes when you get to fill in somewhere, mm-hmm. like you end up, that ends up being like, hey, this is my start. Mm-hmm. It was just interesting how that worked. Oh, uh, this is a little bit inside, but one of the positions at a radio station is music director. That's mm-hmm. the person who is in charge of putting the music on the air. And typically that personnel is also the second in command. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that I got music director experience was because literally I was at a station in, in, oh my God, this was so long ago, 1994, mm-hmm. when I first started, maybe I was 20. And everyone else had quit because they all hated the boss. Mm. I was the only one left. Yeah. And he looked at me and he goes, I'm making you music director. And with that, 
I was able to get music director jobs elsewhere. Ah. Uh. With no actual experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like getting credit. Like, the minute one person gives you credit, you're going to get credit. Here's what I've realized. None of us know what we're doing, but sometimes <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing long enough, it looks like you know what you're doing, Yeah. and then people think you're credible. Yeah. That's really the secret to life. I need to write that down and put it somewhere because I think that is, that's the key. My new biography title, Fake It Till You Make It. Totally. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. Sorry if it went a little inside. Uh, but we love you for listening. Thank you very much. You can also find our full show, Marcus and Sandy, on Star 1013 in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go on the iHeartRadio app. You could search us. Search out Marcus and Sandy. And wherever you're listening to podcasts, please leave a comment. We love it. And we'll be back soon. Thank you.